Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. Hello, and welcome to episode 13 of the Travel Tidbits podcast. I'm Jamie Weidel, travel agent and owner of Pineapple Escapes. This week, we are very excited to have Jennifer Stoll joining us on the podcast. So Jennifer recently joined our agency, and she actually went to college with one of our other agents, Christy. But there was some, there's some drama there that I, I don't fully understand, but something like she dated the roommate's boyfriend and then married him or, or some fun there. But anyway, when Christy reached out and said that Jennifer was interested, and I looked over Jennifer's resume. Jennifer is also a teacher and I tend to like to hire teachers. So she came on board and has been a wonderful asset to our team. So Jennifer, tell us a little bit more about yourself besides just the little bit that I shared there and your journey and why you decided to become a Pineapple Escapes agent. Well, thank you, Jamie. I appreciate the intro. (laughs) A little bit about myself. I'll be 55 this year, 32 years of teaching, mainly special ed. I live in Evansville, Indiana. I'm actually from New Albany, Indiana. So I got here by way of University of Evansville, met my husband in college. We both stayed here, got married. Wow, 30 years ago this year. And two wonderful kids. They're both in grad school. One is at Marquette and one is at Indiana University. So they are back and forth with all the COVID stuff this year. Um, They're kind of in and out of the house. The Really, the travel agent part of this came along several years ago. I've gone on a lot of large trips with large groups of people, like to Disney or on cruises. And I have this main person that I've always gone to. Her name's Terry. And she's wonderful. She works for a travel agency here in town through a bank. And she's the one that said, hey, Jennifer, you know, you're pretty good at this. You might consider this. And that's probably been, I don't know, three, four years ago. I tried and tried to get into some classes and things here. And the expense was just out of this world for me at the time while I was teaching. And then I saw Christy's post on a Facebook page message that she had just joined your travel agency. And so I got in touch with Christy. I hadn't talked to her in once almost 30 years. She was roommates with my best friend all through college. And after college, I still run around with this other girl quite a bit. So it all kind of developed from there, the four of us, my family, we have loved to travel since the kids were little. We are big into driving, not as much flying. We like to stop and uh, kind of experience things along the road. But I think as time goes on, we'll probably add more flying to that now as we have maybe a little more cash on hand. So that's kind of where I am right now. That's kind of how I got here and where I started from. I love that. So I'm I'm not a road trip person. I'm more of a let's fly and get there person. So it's nice to have a good mix within our agency of different types of people. So let's jump into our slice of life this week. Okay. So you said that you're a teacher. Tell me a little bit about what's going on for you guys with school and with COVID and how all of that's working for you. So my school corporation, rough, it's, a very, it's the third largest in the state. We have six, seven high schools, 10, 12 middle schools, 15 elementary schools. So it's a large corporation to make the decision for. 
We obviously started the year kind of like everybody else, not sure what to do. So we started two weeks late. We started right off the bat with the in-person where the kids come every day and we're there and we have certain safety precautions that we have to have, such as wearing our mask full time and cleaning and um, not using water fountains, just, you know, all the basic things to try and keep everybody safe. So while we've had in-person, we also have what's called long-term remote. So we have lots of kids with long-term health issues, such as asthma, diabetes, and kids are, you know, kids are sick and their parents are concerned, obviously, about sending them to school. So we have now what's called Google Meet. And it's nice for me. I'm familiar with Google Drive and pretty much how that all works. And Google Meet's a new edition where I press on the screen and it links them in from home, kind of like what we're doing right now. I can see them on the screen. They can see us. They join the class from their home or wherever they live. And then we also have what's called Virtual Academy. And that is completely separate from being in the room. That is a system run through the state and they do work online all the time. It just so happens I was one of the teachers picked to also have that be a part of my day. That has has added a little bit extra that I'm not used to. And it was a whole new program I had to get used to. So um, things are kind of starting to feel like a little bit more than normal in terms of how much work it is. But I'm not going to lie to you. It has been a lot of work this year. It really has. I mean, so many fields have been impacted by COVID. I mean, obviously, the healthcare industry has been greatly impacted and teachers for sure. Mm-hmm. And of course, us as travel agents, I mean, coming into a travel agency in 2020 is a whole different ballgame than it was prior to COVID. So, sure. I mean, there's just been so many differences, but I'm glad to hear that things are starting to feel more normal at school. And yeah, obviously, a lot of my friends are still teachers and Yes. I mean, I'm still very connected to the education world. So it's interesting to me to see how the entire country is handling all of this differently and how it's being, how it's impacting everyone around us. Obviously, my kids have kind of been back and forth. Mm -hmm. They've been in and out. They've been virtual. They've been in school and now they're back in school. So it's been, it's been a mess. Um, We're hoping that we can make it through the end of the year, but we'll see what happens. Well, I hope for your sake and for the kids, I know it's, you know, it's all that comfort of being where you usually are and knowing the expectations of your teachers, you know, you have a schedule. And so that really has been thrown, I think, by most kids who are having to stay home or call in or what have you. And of course, it's thrown our schedule somewhat, too. We've had to change some classes around because we can only have certain, you know, numbers of kids in there. I'm teaching a regular social studies class to seventh graders, and I haven't taught that and I can't tell you how long, but it's been really fun. I like the kids in there, but you know, the kids understand they do not argue with us. They don't fight with us about wearing their masks. They have been overall really, really good about all the sanitizing and everything else that we've had to do to keep them safe. So I feel really good about that part of it. Yeah, I think my kids have actually adapted a lot better than I have. Like I still sometimes feel like I'm still stuck back in March and (laughs) <laughs> and, and I feel like they've dealt with all of it a lot better than I have. So I do want to bring, <laughs> oh yeah, they absolutely are. I do want to bring up before we move into our main topic this week. Yes. So you were just up here in my neck of the woods for yes. a training. I was. And so that was a lot of fun. I had about half of my agents up in my area and we did a little in-person training and 
some marketing photos while you guys were up here. So I did want to ask, is there any one big thing that you took away from your training this past weekend? Well, I think one thing it solidified that I really am enjoying this, as I call it, second career, maybe for life. It solidified that I can do it. And as time pushes on, I think I'll get better at it. And, you know, I had never met any of you in person. We have done all of this through computer, email, you know, everything. And so it was really nice to, we all got along great. We gelled right together. I think it's because we all somewhat knew each other, just hadn't seen each other. Everyone felt safe to ask questions. I think everyone felt safe to answer but I, I think it was great just to see that, wow, we, we come from so many different places, but we just bonded right in there immediately. And I felt like I got a lot of education, but in a fun way. <laughs> I like that. That sounds good. Yes. One of the things that as we bring new people in, it's, it's interesting to see how everyone fits together. And I do think that that is one of the best things about our Pineapple Escapes agents is we are a team and we do all work together to make sure that we can do whatever our clients need and have that information for them. And And I agree. I think we're a great group and I had a lot of fun this weekend too. So I really did. I had a, When we were driving <laughs> home, I mean, on the way up there, there was three of us. So we came about, I came about what, five hours. So between us, we were seven hours apart, but the three of us were able to talk. We asked questions about work, of course, but then... We talked about so many other things. We had a lot of time in the car, but nobody slept. <laughs> nobody, t- nobody took a nap, including the drivers, but it made the trip go, you know, quickly. And it was with two people that I really didn't know at all, but it was, it was very educational and very, uh, a great time to have everybody together and be able to share some things. And I definitely, definitely got a lot of things out of it. That's awesome. So let's jump into our at the core this week. So Both Jennifer and I are from the Midwest. Jennifer lives in Evansville, Indiana, which is actually closer to where my hometown is because I'm originally from Alnley, which is about an hour and a half from Evansville. So one of our big outings when I was growing up would always be to go to Evansville to go shopping, go out to eat, that sort of thing. And then now I live in North Central Illinois, where Jennifer came this past weekend and we had training. I'm right by Starved Rock, that area. So we are both very familiar with the Midwest. And so today we're going to focus mostly on long weekend getaways from the Midwest. Mm-hmm. So Jennifer, tell me about some of your favorite long weekend getaway destinations and what are some of your favorite things to do there? And why would you recommend these destinations for our clients? Well, I guess to start when my kids were little, say five, six, they're about two years apart. My husband and I decided let's start doing some family long weekend things. We're in a great spot. Evansville, in terms of a long weekend getaway to not completely wear yourselves out driving. We are three hours to St. Louis. We are under three hours to Indianapolis now. Louisville, two hours with an hour time change. And my family lives up near Louisville. So that's kind of a a catch there too. And even Cincinnati is about three hours. And so we did focus a lot of our time on what can we tie in even just for a weekend, to have a road trip, have time with the family, see some new things, but yet sometimes just didn't want to spend a lot of money. And I think if you talk to my kids now, they'll say to you, they appreciated our long drives out West. I think those were their favorite trips, but at the same time, they were able to do a lot 
in a, in a long weekend. So some of the examples I brought up, uh, St. Louis, like I said, about three hours. And my husband's a huge Cardinals fan. Oh, long time Cardinals I'm a fan. fan. Cubs. Yeah. Cubs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I get that all the time. But uh, his whole family is. And so when St. Louis Cardinals games are going on, we jump right in there and find two, three, four games. My kids are now fans. All right. Tickets can be a little expensive, but if you are able to get your tickets and then get a deal with one of the hotels downtown, those package deals, $99 a night, they include breakfast, not near as expensive as some people you know, would imagine, but that's not the only reason we've gone there. As the kids were littler, we did the Children's Museum, which is also kind of close to downtown, Six Flags Amusement Park. Once again, my husband and son are big roller coaster fans. And so a lot of our vacations are also tied into the closest amusement park. So that's something that we like to go to there. And even concert wise, you know, they use Bush Stadium and they use some of the other facilities that they have. And if there's a concert, we went and saw the Rockettes one year at Christmas. You know, the four of us did. And so it's an easy drive. You can get over there, you can get back, fairly inexpensive depending on what you're doing. I say Louisville is probably our, we do our longest weekends probably in and around Louisville because my family lives there. We can also stay with them. But Muhammad Ali Center is a place that we've visited several times. They have a brand new soccer complex they just built over there and they're just starting to have games in there. My son's really kind of, you know, into that. And, and a free thing that's there that most people don't know about, Louisville's really redone their downtown a lot. They have open a park up. They have lots of little vendors, bicycles that you can ride the, oh, I can't think of what they're called. The segways. There we go. Oh, yes. They have segways now. And then there's a bridge walk, which I like because you go from the Indiana side to the Louisville side and it's free. Um, so as long as the weather's okay, you know, you can go see what's going on in the Indiana side. Is there a festival? Walk over the bridge and usually Louisville's trying to spend something off of that. And of course, they're shopping there. I'm not a huge, <laughs> not a huge shopper like most of my friends, but there are a lot of shopping outlets the further out you go. But Louisville, I would say, is probably our closest, easiest, and family friendly for us. Indianapolis, uh, my daughter lived there last year, and that really became eye-opening. We had not spent a lot of time there, and downtown Indy has they have come a long way with all their greenways and their canals, and you walk on the canal and you can go from one museum to the next, which is really nice. They have lots of festivals also that go on up there from Christmas on. They have one of the largest Christmas festivals around in Carmel. And then of course, once again, sports people, they have the Pacers, they have the Colts, they have a farm league for baseball. So we enjoy also spending time doing that. And right now I'm noticing in the, in the past year, pre-COVID even, a lot more Airbnbs and people are starting to convert and make some of the old places down there not so run down anymore. So they're really up and coming, especially in downtown. And then probably the last thing I would say, Cincinnati. It's kind of a um, <laughs> a little bit of a hidden gem. My daughter went to school there. And so once again, got more used to going over there. And they have a beautiful aquarium um, and a sh kind of a shark portion of it that they keep. And that's on the Indiana side going into Cincinnati, but they share back and forth, just like Louisville and New Albany do. Kings Island is there. There's your amusement park. The walking bridge is there. And they have a beautiful riverfront as well. Lots of places to eat. 
and that's about three hours. They do have a time change. It's a little bit longer of a drive. And I didn't mention Chicago because we didn't, we did not consider that a short weekend. Because really from here, that's about six hours. I think a long, or excuse me, a long weekend for us would be more of those cities. And they are larger cities. We could drive. That's pretty much our hot spots that we hit. Uh, there are some state parks. People just don't know about it. There's a great state. You mentioned Starve Rock, which I'd never heard of that we got to go up by the other day. But we have Clifty Falls. You know, there's just a lot of state parks down here that are free to go hiking. And uh, the kids have gotten more used to hiking as the year's gone on. So over the years, they've gotten more used to the big national parks, I guess. I think that that's a good example, though, of how big the Midwest is. Like you just drove up here this weekend, and I'm mm-hmm. obviously still in the Midwest, but right. it's it's such a big area mm-hmm. that, like for my family, we're an hour and a half from Chicago. So Chicago is a very easy weekend getaway for us Sure, from where we're at. But then, like, for example, to go to French Lick or something is a longer weekend getaway, but something that we could still do. Sure. So there's there's lots of different options there. So some things that are down by you that I thought of, um, Holiday World. I, mean, I was I just going to mention Holiday World. <laughs> <laughs> I think that yeah. that's a great one that's fairly close to where you live. That's probably yes. a day trip for you yes. from Evansville. Yes. When my kids were little, there was two or three of us, my teacher friends, we bought season passes for our kids and we would 45 minute drive. We'd go through Lincoln State Park, sometimes stop and have a little picnic because we were cheap. We didn't want to buy the food in the park. So we would (laughs) eat in the, you know, Lincoln State Park and go in. But, you know, we could go up there for a day and just do the the wave park, the water park, and then go up there a different day. And we could go during the week, during the summer. And those yeah, we did about four or five years of those season passes. So definitely worth it. Kids loved it. It was bigger than mom and dad's backyard blow up pool because we <laughs> didn't have a pool here. So Holiday World is a great one you mentioned. French Lick even, you mentioned that as well. There is a water park at a hotel up there. And then when the kids get a little bit older, there are more things to kind of go to the train and some other things as they get older. Just a cute little city. Cute little yeah, place to I- go. French looks adorable. Mm-hmm. I also thought kind of closer to you. How far is Nashville from Evansville? Nashville is another good one. I didn't, I didn't bring that up, but that is another one that actually we fly out of that a lot now, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Their rates for a lot of their major airlines, you just can't beat them. These are the cities that I go to, the ones I'm mentioning. My go-tos mm-hmm. are look at St. Louis, look at Louisville, look at Indy. Nashville seems to come back with the best deals. We're about two and a half hours from them. It's a very easy drive. And like you said, there's so much to do downtown. Uh, obviously, it's a big, you know, everybody says cowboys, you know, all that stuff. But they have so much more on the outskirts of town. And I like to do races. I'm not a fast runner. <laughs> they have a lot of local races down there celebrating their heritage and things. So a couple of great universities down there as well. So, yeah, about two and a half hours. That's another close, long weekend. Six hours, I think, from us, six to seven hours from us. Yes. But when you when we look at Nashville from here, that's a big destination for bachelorette parties and bachelor parties. There's a lot of those from here that end up down there. And sometimes they do fly, but a lot of times they just drive. But flights can be relatively reasonable from midway down to Nashville too. Well, I think part of the reason John and I, that's my husband. Part of the reason we stayed here, we could have moved if we wanted to. His job as an engineer, he could have 
found some kind of work somewhere else. But we always and still talk about to people, we are right in the heart of being close enough that we can find things to do all the time. Yes, some are more expensive than others, but if you really look, get online and kind of do your homework, there are a lot of either inexpensive or just little free things to do all within less than four hours. And to me, that's a long weekend, I guess. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the values that we can bring as agents to our clients is we've kind of been there and done that. I mean, especially Mm -hmm. after, I mean, I'm still raising my kids, obviously, but now that your kids are you know, living in some of these cities, you have even Mm -hmm. more neat ideas from having those experiences with them during their college years. So I think that that's a big thing that we can bring for our clients is, yeah, we can book the big stuff. We can book your cruises. We can book your all-inclusives. We can book your Disney and Universal, but we can also do some of these weekend getaways if that's what you're looking for and what you want to do, and we can help plan those out. So I think that that's important too. Especially for people who don't have a lot of vacation time. I'm fortunate. I obviously have a lot of time off and I like that with my kids. My husband has good vacation, but there's a lot of people that this past weekend, they maybe did have Martin Luther King day, but weren't able to take any more days. So there's three days right there. You know, what can I do with that? Instead of, you know, you're mentioning the cruises and things, people have to have multiple days off work to usually do things like that. We're just lucky. We're very fortunate. I think. Yeah. travelers, we we are in a good spot for us to be able to do things. That is definitely one of the benefits to being in education. I think that's (laughs) one of the things that led me down this travel agent path was I did have, you know, more vacation days and more options. And that kind of led into this a little bit more. So a few more ideas for Midwest getaways. So obviously, my family tends to go more north. Sure. Because we're further north. But I am familiar with all the area around Evansville since I grew up further down in southern Illinois. So my family enjoys, obviously, we live right here at a very popular tourist destination. Starred Rock State Park is about five minutes from my house. It was actually where my husband and I got married as our quote unquote destination wedding because his family's from the Chicago suburbs and I was from southern Illinois. And so it was kind of a meet in the middle thing. And then he eventually got transferred here and we ended up here. And now I kind of laugh like (laughs) at our destination wedding. And now we live five minutes from there, but okay, sure. Well, and you, you know, you bring up, even I was thinking when you said um, either in other places, if you, it may not be necessary a long weekend, just depending on how you travel it, but Gulf Shores, if you're in this area down around by me, it could be a six to seven hour drive. And you can go through lots of little towns on the way and stop. I think that's why we enjoy the driving in the car so much. We just loved the idea of being able to stop somewhere. I think I put a, I can't remember if I put this little story in one of my blogs. I think I did. We drove one of our large out west trips and my husband and I were going to go to Staten on the Corner in Winslow, Arizona. You know, we love the song from the Eagles and my, my son threw the biggest fit. Why did you <laughs> stop? I can't believe you're making a stop here. This is not something Jessica and I would do, but we're like, you know what? Your dad and I want to do it. And years later, he realized why we stopped. (laughs) But we just kind of like that, that being able to flexibility. Hey, we see that we can pull over, take a picture of it, take a picture by it. My kids also battle as to who can see more states than the other one or who can put their foot in more than the other one. And I think we're (laughs) 48 and 47 right now. 
So there really are, you know, Atlanta, if you really wanted to stretch it, I mean, going that direction, there are several great parks on the way down there, cabins and things that you can rent all year long. So there are others that are a little bit longer, you know, five to six hours, but some people like us wouldn't consider that too long <laughs> to go. Doable. Yeah. yeah, we would still and, do it. And so our, we haven't done too many driving trips. We typically sure. fly and then drive that area. Right. So like at Thanksgiving, we flew to Colorado and then drove around that area. Mm-hmm. And so we'll stop when we're doing that kind of driving. But we have driven like we did Mount Rushmore. Yes. We've done a few things like that. But I tend to want to fly to the place and then explore from there. But one big driving trip we did take this year over Columbus Day, well, last year, 2020, Mm -hmm. we over Columbus Day, we actually drove around Lake Michigan. So we started at our house, went up and around like through Traverse City, Mm -hmm. and then up through the Upper Peninsula, and then back down through Green Bay. And that was a really neat trip because we could take our time, we could stop. We were able to like explore the towns, walk through Traverse City. We were in Green Bay on a Sunday, and it was a, supposed to be a football week, but of course everything was dead because COVID. Of course, and it was <laughs> it was just kind of eerie almost, like to be right there. We stayed right by the stadium, and it was kind of creepy almost. But yeah, such yeah. a beautiful trip that time of year because the leaves were gorgeous and. It was really neat. That was probably the longest driving trip over a long weekend that we've done was driving up and around um, Lake Michigan. (laughs) I'm sorry to laugh at you. It's just, you know, everybody has a different mindset. And I think when they were littler, they were always so well behaved in the car. My son would grab all of his Disney maps and look at his Disney maps over and over and over again. And so since they were so good in the car and getting in and out, it was just something that we did. It's just funny, you know, because we drove so much of the United States, but I'm hoping that we are able to do explore a little more where you went over your break because with Jessica being in Milwaukee, Mm -hmm. we've been up there twice now. We moved her in, did a little of downtown on Lake Michigan, and then I went up another time up towards Green Bay, and there were a couple of state parks she wanted to take us to, but now the weather's, you know, I'm not a snow person, so (laughs) at all. So the weather's a little, you know, rocky right now up there. Not a lot of people come out, but I'm hoping maybe towards the summertime that we're able to go up and do more of what you did and uh, explore some of those places. We have not done a lot of the Michigan, Minnesota, that kind of area up there, mainly because it gets cold. (laughs) Yeah, you'll like it. We've we've done Minnesota too. We've done uh, Mall of America and the theme park that's inside Mall of America. We actually had a swim meet there a couple of years in a row. And so we went up there several years. Also, Wisconsin Dells, that won't be far at all from Jessica and Milwaukee. So that's, okay. a, that's a good one. Lake Geneva, Lake Delvin, Lake Lawn Resort in Lake Delvin is one of my favorites. You can run a boat, go out on the lake. Sure. I have lots of ideas for you from Milwaukee. But... We're going to need them. Yes, that's not a, it's not a place I've explored. I can pretty much almost tell everybody about most of the other states, but um. We're, we're going to work that way while she's there yeah. for the next year, year and a half. That's Those are some of the things that we drove past with the moving truck that did not mm-hmm. stop. So our hope is, especially it's coming into spring and summer, that we're able to. Yeah, I, I think you guys would really love Lake Lawn Resort. It's, it's gorgeous. We try to go about once a year and they have like fire pits outside. Oh, it's sure. Right, up, it's right on the lake. It's just beautiful. Sure. 
New Buffalo, Michigan would be another one. You'd have to drive down and around through Chicago and then around the bottom of the lake. But yeah, New Buffalo is a really cute little town. And then driving up more north, like St. Joe, Michigan, okay. some of those other ones up that way are, are gorgeous too and can be fun weekend trips from here. We've done Indiana Dunes quite a bit. Yes. Yes. Have that like beach feel without yes. being <laughs> the beach, you know? Yes. But the dunes are fun and actually been camping over there and we've just gone for a long weekend and stayed near there and then went to the dunes beach and that and that's a lot of fun too. So there's there's a lot of options further in the northern part of the Midwest too that sure can be a lot of fun. You know, it's funny you said about camping. You talked about camping and um, everybody always says, well, Jennifer, your form of camping is at the Hampton Inn. So <laughs> it's just, I think we were not raised like that. My dad took us to hotels or, you know, things like that. I guess we were spoiled. John, my husband didn't, they had one vacation. They went to Cedar Point one time when he was younger. And so, yeah, we don't really camp, but I'll get you a good deal on a Hampton Inn. Or a Marriott or something. And I seem to be like, I'm going to a hotel. Like, I want it to be a nice hotel. Like, I don't want to, like, and, but then I'll camp. So I don't know what that is. So it makes no sense. And I I don't really want to go on a road trip because I don't like riding the car. I get (laughs) on a fly. But yet, yet I'll camp. So I I don't know. But we have camped quite a bit in Northern Illinois, usually spring and fall. We don't like it when it's hot. We don't like it when it's cold. Sure. But that can be a fun way to explore. It is harder when you're like the Indiana Dunes camping, like all the sand and then showering and and Mm, you track sand into your tent and it's kind of a mess, but it's so fun. But the other place, I mean, obviously we've mentioned Chicago, but for us, Chicago is a great weekend getaway. There's so much to do, so many different excursions. That's definitely a place that we could help anybody go if they wanted a short trip or a long trip. I, I love Chicago too. And there's always fun stuff to do, but sure, sure, yeah. Any other closing thoughts as we wrap up our Midwest getaways discussion? No, I just think that we all, all of us in terms of travel agents, we all bring to the table so many things that we've either done or experienced. And I think that's what makes the agency as successful as you've had it, you know, up until now and will continue is that people can share ideas like this. Oh, well, Jennifer, you really haven't been up in the Michigan area. Oh, well, you know, but I have been to St. Louis and done these things or a cruise or I've had to do some honeymoons. Those have been my first bookings that I've had with you guys. And that is definitely not something I have done a lot of. So, you know, I have to come back to you guys and say, what are your suggestions? But people bring it to the table and help you out. We all have very diverse ways of travel and want to continue that. That's part of this too. I'm getting to the point where, okay, I think the kids are settled. So let's see how much more traveling maybe we can get in and planning it for people is just as fun for me anyway. (laughs) No, it definitely is for me too. And I I enjoy, like today, I think I needed um, help with something for Tucson. And I'm like, hey, who's been to Tucson? Like, And I think that that's definitely the best part of our agency is we can all work together to make sure Mm -hmm. that someone from our group has been there and we can get the help that we need. So anyway, let's move into our crushed it segment. So this week we are talking about Jennifer's travel backpack and I will have a link to this in our show notes. So Jennifer, tell us a little bit about your travel backpack and what you like about it. 
Well, the backpack with the link I sent to you, it came from Amazon, which is where I think all of us get our things. <laughs> but I have bought this backpack several times. Part of the reason is because um, waterproof. It's it's very easy to keep things from getting wet. Now I'm I still carry things with me no matter where I go, from a fanny pack to a backpack. We have gotten so much more into the hiking part of things and going through the parks and state parks. And so I'm usually the one with the bag and then I'll give it to somebody else. But this particular bag has lots of places to hide things in. I do a lot of Ziploc bags. So like if I need my uh, contact solution or somebody needs a Band-Aid, you know, whatever it is, somebody's snack, um, it has lots of nice little compartments if you can figure out where you want things to go every time and be organized. <laughs> you know, the backpack itself is lightweight, very durable considering the price. It's not large, big priced backpack. It's just a lightweight one. And your kids could even carry one, even the one your kids in their age, they would be okay with. But I think I like it most because of the, the waterproof part of it. Inexpensive, waterproof. If you're into colors, okay, several colors, you know, that you can, that you can choose from. And, you know, sometimes I just say, all right, I've had, I had enough. I'm just going to order another one. <laughs> But I, I like the amount of compartments. I like the durability of it. And I like it's lightweight to start with. So I don't feel like I'm dragging around so much stuff with me. And then, you know what else? I'll take a fanny pack and I'll maybe I've got my cash with me for some reason or whatever. I'll take the cash and my credit card or my license, whatever I need, and put it right inside of the pocket inside of that backpack. And so I can carry that. I don't like carrying purses on vacation at all. I'll just at Holiday World. It brings me to Holiday World. I remember <laughs> we used to take in fanny packs, but we had them stuffed inside our backpacks so that we didn't have to carry a purse or anything. Everything. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm the same way. I'm not a purse girl at all. So yeah. I yeah. always have, if I'm in the parks, I either have a fanny pack or a backpack. And these backpacks actually remind me a lot of the ones that I got my kids for travel. Sure. When they were little, I color coded everything. So they had... You know, Bo had all blue, so he had blue, you know, packing cubes, a blue backpack, a blue iPad, like everything coordinated so it was easy. Sure. And then Clara was purple and Anna was pink. Well, now Anna would probably be gray or black because she's gone all neutral on me and her, you know, extensive age of 11. But exactly. it's fun to kind of color coordinate when they're little. And so we would have, they each had their own backpack. They were easy to spot. They were colors that all, everything went together. So sure. these would be a great one for that. These are priced at $22.99 on Amazon. There we go. I think that that's really reasonable for this type of an item. Jennifer, how many pineapple rings would you give your backpack? I think I would give it a four. Okay. And the only reason I would give it four out of five, I think, is that some people are looking for that just much more durable LL Bean kind of thing to carry around. And so I would not put it in that category. But for someone like me who doesn't like to spend a ton of money, but wants something that's very useful, especially during a vacation season to me, you know, which is all the time, but <laughs> dur during the summer, especially. So I think I'd go the four out of the five. Yeah, I, I think that's reasonable. And they are the lighter weight material. So they're not heavy duty. But in some ways, that's really nice, especially for theme parks and that sort right. of thing. Right. So anyway, I think we'll put a link to this in our show notes. And I think this four star pineapple ring backpack will be a good addition. So Jennifer, thank you for joining us today. And everyone, thanks for listening today as we've chatted about weekend getaways in the Midwest. 
You can find all of our Pineapple Escapes agents on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com. And our site includes links to all of our Travel Tidbits episodes, plus information about all of our agents and links for all of our social media. We'd love to have you join our community. Thanks a lot, guys. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.